You are listening to Flipping the Narrative. Come and flip with us. Hi, everyone. Hey, Lau. Hey, Luis. Nice to see you guys again. <laughs> Another day in the Flipping the Narrative. Exactly. Flipping still. Yeah. And... Uh, still another day in the war between Russia and Ukraine. I can't. I guess we can't avoid it. But it's this is a little off tangent, but it's brought to mind like how Zelensky. Everybody now knows who he is. He's he's managed to. He's he's brilliant. He's brave and all that. Mm-hmm. And he's managed to actually capture the public imagination, global imagination, with the way he's fighting this war. And the thing is, someone. Someone from MSNBC, Ayman, one of the commentators, one of the hosts was saying that, you know, Trump and Zelensky are both products of popular culture and reality TV. So he actually said, this is quoting a tweet by Ayman um, from MSNBC. At some point when this war is over, we will have to do a serious academic level research analysis into why and how American reality TV gave us an anti-democratic misogynistic leader while Ukraine's reality TV gave it Vladimir Zelensky, right? Mm -hmm. So it got me thinking, (laughs) what about our eat bulaga culture? (laughs) What does it brought us? Pababa ng pababa ng pababa. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? Student canteen. I remember all of that growing up for sure. It's such a staple of our culture, right? Right. And and it's also a signal it signals class in many ways, which we talk about, right? Because yep. we we have the vantage point of kind of looking at it a little bit condescendingly saying, oh my God, the masa, this, that, and, you know, how babao, their level of entertainment, and it's not even, you know, intellectually challenging or anything. But for them, it's entertainment. It's, and they all, you know, tune into it. Maybe not so much now. I don't know with with everything going, you know, virtual and digital. but. So I thought, hey, and why it, don't we talk about this? Yeah, and it hasn't all been, quote, babaw, however we choose to judge, to yeah. define that, right? Because there was also kapako mahalko. There were groundswells yeah. also of actual shows that, that brought about service and good stuff, diba? So I think it's a fascinating topic. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Then I thought, you know, let's ask. So we have with us today, drumroll, <laughs> a veteran in the broadcasting industry in the Philippines. Um, she's currently on radio because you know, her home um, network is a casualty of, unfortunately, politics mm-hmm. and uh, BIR Dao, diba? Girl. <laughs> That's a whole other episode if I weren't too scared. Yeah, to do it, so. so, Cesc Jelon joins us today. And I know there's not, no, we, we're kind of a little pressed for time. So, um, just suffice it to say, Jim Paredes, Apo Hiking Society, who doesn't know him? A certain generation grew up with them, sang their songs. They were also revolutionaries in their own mm-hmm. right. I mean, Jim Absolutely. is very much an activist mm-hmm. as well. Um, so kind of segueing from pop culture in the Philippines to, I guess, political culture in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, you know, so let's unpack this and, you know, let's palakpakan. <laughs> to <work. laughs> there you go. <laughs> don't forget, Jim used to do a daily noontime show and then it became weekly. Mm. Well, what show was this? Ah, yes. Yes, of course. Sorry, sorry. That's true. And so, Jim. Because it was an intelligent show. 
hindi nagtagal. <laughs> let me you know. Let me. I, I've I've been thinking a lot about this. You know the, the TV shows that we watch. You know they're the second parent, as they say, di ba? Yeah. Parents are away, so the kids grow up with this this nonsense, no? Mm. And the uh, pan social media. Mm-hmm. Which I think you know the best thing about uh, social media is that everybody has a voice, and that's also the worst thing about it. Yep. And uh, yeah. even extends to music. You know, everything is being democratized. Access mm-hmm. to access to music, like you know, now anybody can make music in their homes. Oh, but that, that's fine and everything, but it produces a lot more. What do you call this? Mediocre. Mediocre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mediocre. I really feel that real message messengers are in this have a a uh, message that needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. It's a unique message and it's a liberating message. No, now where where that elite is, they have to climb through the go through the maze of all of this. And kanina binanggit nyo politics, di ba? Mm-hmm. Politics now is pop culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't that the, the first truth? This yeah. is the first time I think in the history of the Philippines that politics has become pop culture. Look at the tweets. Look at the, you know, you know there's music there. There's like, uh, uh, they make references to candidates na parang, ano, parang mga artista, mga ganun-ganun. Pumapasok mga telenovela, pumapasok ang everything, no? So it has become a, it's not just talking points or anything. It has become a, a world to explore. And everybody's yeah, trying to find the roadmap. Everybody's trying to find the roadmap, no? Yeah. Well, are you at a grand Exactly. <laughs> oh, there you go. But it's 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 incredible how I mean, just even turning these things into memes, into reels, have now become a new mode of entertainment for people on social media, right? That the politics, as you said, Jim, I guess now have uh, become something that people play around with, use as entertainment bits, um, sounds, and information, and then start circulate that for the pleasure, of viewing pleasure of everybody on the net. And that is causing not only more mediocrity, but a shitload of damage. Exactly. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, it's very fleeting. You know, we're, we're like kind of, you know, we like the popcorn of entertainment so much that, you know, more, 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 more. So, ambilis din ang ano, ambilis ang turnover, di ba? So, sabi nga nila, people always say, you know, when you read the news that's so preposterous, they say, oh, it's a slow day at the, uh, at the, at the newsroom, di ba? There's a saying there. Diba? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you look yeah. at Look at Twitter. If it's a slow day, somebody will make it a fast day. <laughs> Actually, on that <laughs> note, talking yeah. about the, the newsroom, right? So what's interesting to me, says is like, so we've talked to Maria Ressa, we've talked to a bunch of people about the impact of social media and the erosion of facts, right? The erosion of authority, let's say. Um, what was also really interesting to me watching the first buffoon that I remember, Bill Amno, so watching Trump, for example. And it used to, like, like, man, I would get so freaking mad because he would turn every freaking interview, every opportunity to speak to the public into a show, right? And on the one hand, it was great because it freaking sold, so people paid attention. On the other hand, I really, I thought, saw journalists physically struggle over mm. how do I get back to the freaking issue when I'm competing with a clown who's really clowning. People are, are only interested in the clown moment, diba? So parang, I just imagine that, that, that for journalists, serious journalists in particular, it must have been, holy moly, ang hirap. Am I right? That's why I left the news, actually. I couldn't okay. understand. Okay. 
And I could not stand reading the news with a straight face as if it were normal. Yeah. To lead into his sound bites. So I said this, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. And I thought that, you know, if I wanted to be a really serious journalist, at that time, we were already, our our franchise was already hanging in the balance. Mm-mm. So I thought, you know, I'd cover arts and culture instead. Yeah. And so I moved to digital. In my cynical moment, yeah. I always remember that they've always asked Barabbas, right? Mm. <laughs> as the world goes it's still going like this yes I just you know when I I'm old enough to remember these noontime shows growing up in the Philippines and to me there was such a very clear division between what entertainment was and what the serious news was and as a young girl in Saints Co I was like ayoko ng news napaka boring but it was so clear in my head right and I remember like like pops of fireworks in my brain Moments when they crossed over, when Apo Hiking was on TV backing the revolution. To me, that was like, whoa, that was such a moment because it didn't happen all that much. You know what I mean? Tapos mamaya, ayan na ng action hero, nagpapolitics na rin, boxer, whatever, whatever. I find that that blurring has been pros and cons, I guess, but really different from when I grew up. You know, obviously, again, as a culture, I think we enjoy spurts of quick entertainment, right? Our, our attention span uh, span seems to be attention spam. Yes, there you go. Um, it seems to be very quick, right? And so it's it's incredible that now those noontime shows and and everything that used to happen in there, all of those gimmicks, are now being transported onto the stage of candidates for the presidency. And people are actually looking at these platforms as if they were noontime shows. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and not just for candidacy, no? We're even talking about vaccines. Well, of course. <laughs> like, there's such a blurring of what's real and what's for entertainment. And, you know... You know, mainstream journalism covers social media. It's a beat. You monitor yeah. what's going on there and you report it as if it were you know, what went viral today. And you're saying that's unavoidable. That's just how yeah. the world is now. And you have to include it in your coverage. Yeah. But how, how, well, we always ask in our, in our podcast, how did we get here? I mean, we're, you know, I, I don't even know if there are noontime shows. Are they still going on? And obviously one of the candidates uh. is a product of the new, a noontime show, right? One of the vice president. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and yet, and yet there's a competition said. for the endorsement of Vice Ganda, for instance. Mm, right? Yeah. The does it carry a lot of weight? Still, it does for a culture. Ako ang feeling ko, the Duterte phenomenon, for example, mm. that, that was like really crazy. It was, uh, it, they prepared it with fake news about how awful things are <laughs> under the, under yeah. the yellows and all of that and that only, you know, and and well, what did he And he kept himself interesting by using all of these cuss words and debasing women and all of that, no? Mm-hmm. And then they look at him as real, siya, di ba? Oh yeah, real, yeah. Uh, In this in this particular election, yung pagka real, mm. nag, but I think yeah. malabas ngayon, 
Bongbong did the same thing, prepared everyone with TikTok and uh, YouTube and all of that, right? And, you know, the, the natural the natural default for a lot of people is bong, like mm. that. Then, then Lenny comes in and you see all of this volunteerism and all of this, you know, artists doing things for free and being creative and, you know, kahit nang hirap-hirap ng pera ngayon, parang people are beginning to, I think that is an important angle going on right now in the Philippines. Totally. Parang merong ano, parang bila na lang ano, tinap yung world, kinetok yung ulo mo mm. to examine the worldview that you have of what is yeah. real and what is not. No? Yes. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing that happened to Zelensky, actually. You know, Zelensky is a great communicator. That's no? right. He's yeah. really yeah. Meaning, he was a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diba? Exactly. Pero lumabas yung kanyang tunay na pagkatao. Ito nakikita rin natin sa campaign na to. Nakikita mo kung sino fake, sino mm-hmm. instantly and instantly share your opinion, whoever you are, no? So nakakaroon ng critical mass uh, of of a uh, truth recognizers. That's what I want to call it. I think that's brilliant actually. You're bringing up a point. It just yeah, occurred yeah. to me now na parang o oh, sige, sabihin natin in the in the olden days, <laughs> diba? Parang what we believed on TV as produced as it was was presented as truth, etc. Social media comes in and it feels more authentic because now you can see your stars unproduced speaking their quote truths, diba? And then we learn later on, excuse me Kardashians, God bless, pero napaka Hanap yung mga production nyo yan. I mean, it's so not, quote, authentic. I just woke up like this. There's a ring light galore and a whole team and everything. And then we're getting back to seeing the difference between a highly produced campaign that's so expert on social media and all of this versus, again, what's happening on the ground that's coming forward as much more authentic. Kasi nga, walang pera naman to mga to. And kung ano-ano ginagawa, hanip sa organizing, the murals on the walls, all of this. How fascinating. This is the most hopeful I've felt in, in a <laughs> long while. Every, every time you call on fake news, oh. you call out fake news, para kang ano, emperor's new clothes, the kid in the emperor's new clothes, di ba? That's right. Para, the power that you have that you say, you know, malihan, that's really false and here's the recibo. Talagang, recibo has become the thing now, no? Exactly. I have receipts. <laughs> I have yeah. receipts. It's the same, there's the same thing para- going not reaching supposedly the masa. Mm. Yeah. I don't know about, alam mo, hindi ko na alam eh, kasi, Oo, ako rin. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I kind of go with that Google analysis where they mm-hmm. said, I mean, they all predicted that uh, Clinton would win, right? Every mm-hmm. survey. You know? yep. And she was comfortable. But he controlled, he controlled Google. That's right. Yeah. He mentioned yeah. it again and again and again and that's what came out, no? Or Obama, so, the first campaign of Obama, no one had a sense because his entire campaign was door knocking. It was old school. On the right. And yeah. part of the thing was though, because the opposition kept calling people, eh, wala naman landline yung mga bata. So the Obama campaign was like texting and knocking on doors and getting more people. They just weren't counted in traditional surveys that were using a telephone, right? So I don't know where these numbers no, are coming Nate from. but Nate Silver predicted predicted Obama's victory. See, Nate? But he also predicted, Nate Silver also predicted Trump. Uh, no, 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 sorry. Predicted Clinton. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And he yeah. completely bombed it. And then it. suddenly the that. pendulum or whatever was watching yeah. it just suddenly go in the favor of yeah. Trump. It was so... Trump, yeah. yeah. No, and I think Stop they it. were saying that people were embarrassed to actually say they voted for Trump. That's why the poll numbers also were, right. were skewed, right? 
So you should be embarrassed. Nieta, sorry. Buiset, <laughs> dapat talaga mahiya kayo. Sorry. <laughs> Pero can you please? Kasi ngayon sino ang embarrassed sa boto niya? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I'm so proud of my botos. I think closet racists, di ba? They voted for it. No? But deep down in their hearts, you know, they felt this, you know, uh, American eagle kind of thing that, you know, we are space and we are America great again. And yung killer pa dyan, ang daming Pinoy who felt that. And parang, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Do you not know our history in the US? What I discovered about that, what I discovered about that from years of touring, Mm. to a Filipino who migrates in the US, you have to be Republican. That's as white as you can get. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. They want to go to neighborhoods where there are blacks. No, they want to live in you know, nice polished neighborhoods. It's a, it's a testimony that you have arrived. You have arrived. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. You're not I mean, an immigrant so, anymore. Yeah. I hate to put it so cruelly. No, pero, yeah. Totoo yun eh. Agreed. Agreed. And in Australia, how, what, what's your experience in Australia? Australia is a melting pot that hasn't quite melted yet. No, mm, But it, okay. it's simmering quite well. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, may, may racism dito, pero, well, I live in Sydney, no? Sydney is really, wow, accent. Cosmopolitan. Iba-iba talaga, no? And then the Filipinos here don't feel any uh, any discrimination. They're called philos. Philos is because they just, uh, Australians just shortcut everything. Filipino, philo, you know. Breakfast. <laughs> breakfast is breakfast. It's not yeah, yeah, yeah. relatives is relo. It's not pejorative, yeah. I mean, there, there might be some, there might be something there with their Aboriginal history, but maybe for another another call na lang. But I am curious from both Sess and and Jim, you know, coming from entertainment, covering entertainment, being you know in entertainment, like today, I don't know the 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 names that come. Top of mind for me. You mentioned Paiskanda, Boy Abunda. Tulfo! Okay. Number one in the Senate. Oh yeah, where, number one. Yeah. Where do, where do our people, because I find that, I mentioned Kapwa Ko Mahal Ko earlier and Student Canteen in Itulaga, right? And to me, that was such a coming together of the nation at noon. <laughs> Everyone knew what channel you were watching, who you were watching, what was going on, right? What happens now? It's not. It's just YouTube, YouTube na lang. Walang coming together as a nation to watch at the same time, no? They say that's changing. Uh. Yeah, no? Used to be, like, you had to be home by 6.30 to watch TV <laughs> Patrol. Exactly. Yeah. But not, yeah. it's not the Wala same. Na, right? Because there was... Super- ano, eh? oh. for, for me, what, what I, I remember before, mm-hmm. I see Dolphy was very popular. That's right. No? Mm-hmm. Dolphy was very popular because he was looked as like, he has a father figure who was yes. funny, was yes. kind, there's compassion, diba? Everything. No? We needed those. No? Tapos ako nag-erap, na wala yung father figure, parang ano eh. Ako ang Filipino. <laughs> when I tell the Philippine <laughs> presidents, I put it like this eh, diba? <laughs> Marcos, ama, ama, ama at ina ng bayan, after <laughs> a while, ang sigaw ng Pilipino, gusto namin mangulila. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Pasok si Cory. Tita Cory, hindi ba? Yeah, that's si right. Tita mo, hindi ba? That's right. Tita mo yan, yung laging ipasalubong sa'yo, hindi ba? Saka iyakan mo. But she was tita. She was tita. Yeah. Right? Not, not ina, hindi ba? Who's next? 
Ramos. Ramos was mm. the uh, who sent money for you to go to school. Diba? Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's no warmth there. You know, you don't, you, know, you say po and you mamano ka, pero wala yung warmth, right? But you know, he, he, just, he was just there and everything, you know, diba? Made life a little easier. Who's next? Yeah. Erap? Erap. Once again, Erap tries to be the father of the nation. No, Gloria muna. Huh? Ano Erap? No, no, Erap. Erap and Gloria. He tries to be the father of the nation. But what happens to the father? Eh, lasenggo sa kanto eh, di ba? <laughs> so, parang, take him out. Ate Glow comes in. Okay. Ate magpapaaral sa atin lahat, di ba? Yung ate, yung ah. ate na yeah, nag-aaraga. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what happened to ate? Eh, marami palang ginagawa na hindi natin alam eh, di ba? Pag-GRO <laughs> <laughs> si ate, di ba? Parang ganun, di ba? Okay. So, wala. Who was next? Pinoy. Pinoy. Oh my gosh. Anak ni Tita Korean, di ba? Ganun na naman. Bumalik yung ano, yung, yung simpatsya, bumalik sa yeah. ano. Parang the fruit does not, you know, mm-hmm. ang mangga ang mga anak na mangga, di ba? Mm-hmm. Si Erap couldn't have done it without what, who is this company na talaga na si Katu that destroys um, elections? Analytica. Oh. Huh? Ah, no, Cambridge. Oh, Cambridge. Cambridge. Yeah. Cambridge. 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 Right. Cambridge. You mean Duterte? Yeah. Yeah. They came in and They, so you, you said Arab kasi. Yeah, you said Arab. Drugs Arab. and everything. Yeah. It changed the scene, you know? Yeah. So ito ngayon, this was the, ano, this was the, the implementor, di ba? The, mm. the one who, you know, manigas kayong lahat. Papatayin ko lahat yan. And we, yeah. we bought into it. Yeah. Well, we bought into it. I didn't, you know? Tapos, oh, after that, ngayon, ang naglalaban na naman, medyo Cory, si, ano? Lenny. Lenny. Si Lenny. Yeah. She has this quality of a liberated woman that parang siguro I feel that people might have felt when they had Gandhi in India or when they had uh, this girl in Germany, what's her name? Or Jacinda. Angela. Angela. Jacinda in New Zealand. Correct. Yeah. Modern yeah. woman. Diba? A woman will make things right. Yeah. Ganun. Ang nanay laging kahit pa paano kakain ka. <laughs> kahit pa paano mababayaran ng ano, di ba? Yep. Oh, so, so ganun. Kasi Bong Bong tried to change his ano, narrative, BBM, powerful, ano, BBM. Instead of Bong Bong, even abroad, nakakatawin pangalan, di ba? Yeah. And he planted all of these <laughs> to fertilize the ground. And he thought it was growing, but right now... We... Fert- fertilizer is the correct metaphor. It's full fertilizer. of... Shit. Thank you so very much. Salamat po. Very nice. Very nicely put. Okay. alam mo ako magmoderate ng debate sa April 3. Oh my God. Kaya, let me comment. <laughs> yeah, no comments, no comments from you. Actually, says I did want to ask you this, okay? I'm curious because, you know, you sometimes get generations, I find, right, of artists, even in the States, who are like, oh, I just love my art. Or, I don't want to be political. I don't want to whatever. I mean, clearly here with Jim and Apple Hiking, they were like political from the get-go. They were activists, you know, from the get-go. I'm, For you now, covering, you know, arts and entertainment, all these people and knowing as many of the celebs as you do, what are you seeing? Because we were, we had an interesting episode of uh, Filipino drag queens and they had shared with us that currently one of the schisms in the community is that some of the older guard are like, are like wag mo ipolitika ang drag. Whereas some of the younger ones are like, excuse me, the fact na nandito kami is political. That's a political act in and of itself, just existing, no? So I'm curious, are you seeing a similar divide among 
popular entertainers now in the Philippines na may talagang embracing politics or activism. Well, you and see, You see yeah. what happened to Tony Gonzalez. Hmm. Gonzaga, 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 oh my God, Gonzaga. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you see the entertainers who are performing for Lenny. Right. You see the difference, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm trying to. From an artist's point of view. Yeah. I... Yes, please, please. When we went, when we went political, when people thought we went political, I didn't see mm-hmm. it as political at all. I right. saw it as expression of of freedom of expression which mm-hmm. uh, during that time yes yes ano na nung election na matay si Nino and everything yeah 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 so I I I I thought ano ba are we just really decorative all these songs that we do are they just really you know para tayong gumawa ng ikabana or you know are we really like I mean the Picasso was exiled mm-hmm. no because he painted mm-hmm. that uh, mural okay. that he did in South America, many people were at 18 years old were exiled or were killed. Ganun, no? So sa akin, it was like, you know, ano ba talaga yung ibig sabihin ng pagka-artista sa'yo? That's what it felt for me. And and to defend myself against being so-called political, mm. we have infinitely more love songs than political songs. Yet people remember. <laughs> That's right. You know? I was I was playing your songs for my daughter the other day because she wants to get her Tagalog. Kasi nga naman, I keep telling her, mahiyaya ka ha, dito ka nakatira. Imposible, hindi ka marunong managalog. So of course, we're listening to all these old songs and stuff. Hindi nyo napanood yung eto na po sila. <laughs> Ang ganda, that musical, ay naku, oh, science. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah oh my goodness. Second also, round. Second round. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where that title came from? Eto na po sila? Oh. That was, those were the words that were uttered by the gunman who killed Aquino. Ito na. Pusila. Ah. <laughs> pusila, pusila. Uh, pusila, pusila. Diba? Ito na. Pusila, pusila. pusila. Kung ah, apo, and that's how it, you know. Oh. Our fans knew that we were being, you know, cheeky and all of that. Well, more than cheeky. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's why it came. Subversive. Oh, yeah. That's a dialect. In our dialect, yun, yung pusila. Aga, ano? Dialect, sorry. Alayte. Alayte? La, oh. oh, I think. Yeah. La, ah, Delig yun, oy. Kay, But really, an artist is a rebel. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell the young artists, they always ask me, what was it like in the 70s? I said, alam in the 70s, <laughs> we made songs because we had a statement. Mm. Now, what you do is, you look at the sales reports, you look at the law, <laughs> and you give them what they want. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was just watching. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's the difference. It, it's what it is. I was watching an, an excellent, so they're old already now because no, it went off the air, but there's a show called Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj, who's, who was on The Daily Show. He's uh, Indian, Muslim, American, who was on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, so whatever. And he did a whole special on hip-hop music, which he loves, which I love, whatever. And we were cracking up because hip-hop used to be public enemy it was very rebellious and very much about freedom of expression and standing up to power and abuse and all of this is big lang on soundcloud now and i didn't know this the songs are much much shorter because it's not anymore about purchasing the album it's about the quantity of streams that's right. how you get ranked so these songs are some of the most ridiculous ones I've ever heard, I apologize already to Gucci Gang and anyone there who loves them, but literally listening to a hip-hop song going Gucci Gang, 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 Gucci Gang for two minutes, 
And that's a hit. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, right? It's really fascinating, I find, how artistry has developed in the age of social media and how some people have taken up the clarion call of Sina Jim, let's say, and Apo Hiking, and are rather activist and rather political. And others are really like, no, nah, I'm just here for the, I don't know. <laughs> I don't you know, for the, the ground, for the like. <laughs> yeah. Most of us are also flashes in the back. Ah, sabagay. Oh. Yeah, the short, ano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Sure. <laughs> That's right, because we have the attention span of goldfish, is what we've learned, right? Recent studies, we have three seconds of attention span. That's it. No, I just wanted to go back briefly to the noontime show phenomenon. Like, mm. have we always had it? Did it? Well, for as long as there's been TV, we've we've had the noontime show variety show format in one one form or another, and probably it was more highbrow at one point, no? When did it become, um, was it? Was it? I remember. I remember Uncle Bob. Huh? 60s oras ng ligaya, diba? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Early evening na. Ah, early oh. evening na ba yun? Pinapanood ko yun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or Luis is like, know? what are you guys talking about? But we had, was student canteen the pioneer ba? Was it, was it? But we had like, you know, it, fairly, it was the fa- fairly decent level yeah. of engagement, student. right? It was Ariel Contina was that also that noon time oh, show? Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Ariel Ureta. We had so many. And, and Tina Revilla. What's yeah. the one of the si Randy Santiago hosted one for ah, a long, yes. long time, diba? Kanong turin yun. And we had, but this is what I mean about as a nation at the time, okay? I found some of these things really brought us together. I mentioned Tapa Kumahal sure. several times, but also Uncle Bob's. Diba? I yeah, was so kilig. Clubhouse 9. I was <laughs> all of Pepe these Pimentel. That's entertainment. Ah, yes, Pepe Pimentel. Ah, ano yun? I, I did, I, I hosted. Diba? You, you could, ano, you, you could be chosen for the day to host. So oh I went God. to the studio. Clubhouse Something. 9. Oh Actually called it 9. Quarter Cajon. I do find that in addition, so, you know, it's not, it wasn't all kabobohan. I really do find that there was an, a clip that was shared that was so cute. It was um, meant, what was her name? Lauchenko. And um, yes. And who, one of the baguettes boys, Raymond something. And they were singing. Raymond Lauchenko also. Thank you. So, yeah. Matandana, sorry. Plus COVID brain. I don't remember anything. But they were singing something from the sound of music. And I remember as a child seeing some of these things and being exposed to some of these musicals for the first time. So there was something about these noontime shows that I found had a, a bit of nation or culture building or community building for us then, diba? That I don't find as much anymore now. also became, ano, became more canto. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right word, but... You know, my sorry, humor is canto. I don't watch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> language. It's my language. language is super canton barambado. I, I own that with pride. Oh, no. <laughs> how did we go from the fact there was a deterioration of. You know how it happened? Mm. You know how it happened? Because, uh, what do you call this? So young people came in, young writers and everything, 
we did not notice that there was a, a generation shift that happened. And all of a sudden, two, two rounds of that, and you're totally uh, dismembered, uh, disconnected, all connection to the original concept of a noontime show. No? So they tasted ratings that they never, like they never did with things like, uh, you know, um, mga bakla, for example, na pagandahan ng bakla, yung mga ganun, di ba? Yung mga hairdressers yeah. in the Philippines. Doble karaoke. Doble karaoke. Doble karaoke. This became more yeah. and more stupid, actually. No? Mm. And the people just went with it. Don't because, forget, Willie Revilla me had a new yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, hello. member. Yeah. And oh. it, Channel 2 had to take it off the air because of opposition. Okay. That's right. On the second, we lasted for four years. On the second year, I was dragging my feet already going to, to the studio because I thought, you know, sorry, I had this thing, I was going through midlife and I tell myself, what if I die now and then alagay sa ano ko, noontime TV host? That would be the most awful thing. <laughs> you know, that's the legacy, you know? And, you know, I was actually glad when, when you know, I, financially I suffered, but, you know, when you're yeah, there, the money is too good. That, you know, yeah, it's like the salt mines. If 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 uh, it's like the salt mines of a TV station. Mm. Walang masyadong clear guidelines. Walang safety. Ano? Walang regulation. Yeah. <laughs> ano, ano? Mamatay na kayo lahat sa hinihinga nyo. Ganun, ganun yun. Actually, I keep Paano pushing for regulation. Day in, day out, you just have to churn out. Yeah, exactly. What, two hours? My yeah, yeah, goodness. Yeah. Churn, churn, Some churn. Some more, di ba? Some shows are more than two hours. Yeah. And then you have you have all the advertisers, diba? Mm-hmm. All those competitions are paid for by advertisers. Mocha right. also was a dancer on a no. Was a dancer on it Bulaga was oh. <laughs> Who? Mocha Oh Lord. Lauren she was Lega- a sexy dancer. Lauren Legarda, kasama mm-hmm. namin sa ano, Discorama. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, she was singing yeah. the top 10, you know. Oh my goodness. Like, what are your parting thoughts if we're talking to Filipinos, we're recreating our identity or we're constantly, who we are as Filipinos is constantly evolving. We have tremendous elections coming up. We're living in this incredibly confusing world of social media, et cetera, et cetera. As people in the arts, in entertainment, covering all of that, what would you like us to pay attention to, try to grow into? How would you love to see our future as Filipinos? Or as entertainers and artists, etc. That's a lot. Is it? <laughs> you know, but I, I, I want to still be hopeful because, mm-hmm. um, well, an organization I belong to, Towns, the mm-hmm. outstanding mm-hmm. in the nation, yeah. yes. was very active in the registration campaign. And we um, collaborated yes. with, with a lot of youth groups. <clears throat> yep. And, you know, I, I think. Uh, the youth are, you can see that they're very involved now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think they realize that, you know, the stakes are so high and the future is theirs after all. And so, yeah. but I, I just want to see, I'm, I'm an optimist. Amen. So mm-hmm. I want, I, I have confidence in the youth. Awesome. Okay. Us <laughs> Mga bata, dyan may confidence sa inyo si Sestra Leon, ha? Don't let her down. <laughs> Please pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. The call has been made. It might be a little more cynical. Ako yon. Yung mga matatanda na yun. Oh, Jim. 
ako ang feeling ko there are leaders being born no oh, nice. who sort of see see through social media mm-hmm. no and uh i think they i think they're gonna come to the fore if if edsa defined our generation i always tell my kids you know when my mom would talk to us about uh exciting moments in her life world war 2 was the definition right, right. You know, everybody went through their rite of passage as filipino mm-hmm. as whatever mm-hmm. so actually edsa no yeah Edsa and OPM. I mean, we mm-hmm. founded OPM and all of that. That's right. That's true. And, and the new kids will, will look at this election, I think, as a, as a defining. defining moment. Even if Lenny does not win, a movement has been born. Mm-mm. The kids want more than what, what old politics is offering. Amen. And, and for me, for my, I realized that I, I was able to control the insanity <laughs> by doing Zen meditation. I mm. really do that. Mm-hmm. helps me because what what you will discover there is what is eternal doesn't go away yeah what is you know will eventually die it has a lifespan it was born and it will die but all the lasting things were never born and will never die yeah and 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 i look at at uh this this yearning for for a better honest truthful future for everybody as one of those things that that people will die for actually nobody will die for you no know? nobody will die for for Bong Bong, I don't know. People will die for Lenny, I know. Yeah, diba? for sure. Oh. For so, sure. Sa akin, ang lakas ng hope ko sa, ano, sa, sa kids. They're out there, they're feeling it. Yeah. They're feeling the pulse. They are the pulse, no? Yes. And they're just awakening to this thing that, you know, it can't go on the way it used to. Mm-hmm. And, and wow, I really hope that uh, there are new leaders out there who are tech-savvy and who, who understand this new culture and who can navigate, you know, very well. And, and keep their beliefs together. You know what I saw on one of the placards that, I mean, we're very creative with the placards, right? So during the Lenny rally, I saw it was on social media. Somebody who said, former DDS ako, pero ngayon kay Lenny. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. And yeah. it also says something about, like, it was so radical. Like, you, I couldn't understand how people could be diehard. Dute, you know, for all the values that he stood, or he trampled upon and all that, how people could actually be so such diehard supporters of Duterte, you know, all things considered. And then to make a radical shift to Lenny, who is so the antithesis of really everything that, that Duterte and that administration stands for, continues to stand for, right? But I think... The I think it's called that, clean energy. It's clean yeah. energy. Really, it is. You know, it's, it's, it's incredible how this energy has actually made people understand through voluntarism that we have incredible values again and they're experiencing something that has not been experienced in our country for 36 years that energy and that will to do something that change and i think the youth feeling like what we all did for edsa is we can actually change this and 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 there's pride i think lenny has brought in that pride of being clean really clean and that's something Mm. that has not ever been distilled so purely, I guess, um, since Edsa. In all, with, with all the fakery in the world, no, you recognize, the, you recognize one true thing and it's really so attractive. Eh? No? You're willing to leave everything behind and, and go on this journey. Joseph Campbell, every person's mm. life is a journey. No? And yeah, this is the yeah. trying to, to, to find yourself at the same time, to find out what your values are. No? So... 
I, yeah, I think um, there's a wonderful podcast that Simon Sinek and Brene Brown where they talk about we've hyper-indexed through this hyper-individualism, the sexiness that was promised by it's just me, 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 and money, 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 money. And we're realizing, hey, we can't all be kajillionaires with yeah. them yachts. You know, we have to look out yeah. for each other. Going back to what Louis said, no, this has a, not a religious, a, a spiritual component that is happening. I, yes. That really hits you. No? And you know, yeah. you know, parang may tinaya, nagtumaya ka eh. Tumaya ka talaga eh. No? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. No, this is a movement. Yeah. This is a movement. No? I agree. One no, feels you feel, you feel the sincerity. The fact that an ex-DDS young, you know, guy, youth, was able to find a home within that rally and not feel you know, ostracized or belittled or welcome or whatever. That's, if you that's go so to much, one right? of these rallies, like one of my employees was asking, Mom, hindi ba natakot? And I said, you know what's funny? I took my son to his first anti-martial law rally when he was seven and my daughter was 10. Yun, medyo takot pa ako. I really had to have my escape route, ganyan, ganyan. Even in EDSA, for all the love and vibrancy, there was a moment of, okay, so far we can put the flowers in the rifles, but <laughs> I mean, so far, so good. But at a Lenny rally, wala. everyone is really embracing everyone. Talagang looking out for each other. It's a, it's, you're right. I think there's a spiritual component, yeah. a true one. And okay. even the cotton candy guy who probably doesn't make that much was giving it all for free. And exactly. I don't think you see that in other rallies. You no, know? you really don't. Other, really. other, other um, candidates. Well, out of so. respect for everyone's time, I know Jim has a hard stop here. So I'm going to say thank you very much. I mean, obviously, if you want to, you know, extend or say whatever, you're more than welcome. I'm so kilig to have you both here. <laughs> Clearly, right? <laughs> but, but I know you did say you had a hard stop. So I want to make sure. Wait, can you sing, Jim? Can you sing a line, please? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, I just want to share with everyone listening yes. a song I wrote. No? Oh, yes. YouTube. Oh, yes. I wrote it, and but I had uh, between Escalante sing it, no? and watch it, and wow. it embodies it embodies that personal change that you go through because you're supporting Lenny. Oh, how lovely! Without even mentioning her name, so it becomes like parang gumawa ng impossible dream na you know anybody can adapt it. Agumpay. Agumpay. Okay. Uh, and, and a reminder, Jim, you wrote Handog ng Pilipino. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. Right, so let's not forget that because you know, listen. to this day, thirty-six years after, yeah. every time I listen to it, I still cry like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So, so thank you for making us cry. So making but, us cry, yeah. Thank you. No, I want to make sure. That's why. That's why when I say I'm fangirling, you know, I'm such a fan of journalism, as everyone knows. I'm such a fan of this fantastic group that formed a lot of my political activism as a young girl. I am so grateful to have had you both here. Um, to people listening, tagumpay man, check it out. And definitely, Cess is going to be moderating our debates coming. Pay attention, yeah. folks. This is really one way that Filipinos mm -hmm. can get better educated and help them make better choices and learn more, diba? So, yeah, make the effort, folks. Listen to the song and no. watch the debates. <laughs> Do both. And, and one more thing. Being given to the questions, there will only be five questions in the debate. Can you imagine? Well done. Okay. Because there are candidates. Yeah, yeah. show up ba? Magsha show up or hindi? 
Oh <laughs> nga, pero this is comelex, so how naman, diba? We will, we will do our best. I'm sure, it says, if anyone can make it work, it's gonna be you. I don't know. Oh yes. my God. Maybe divide it in two. Yung mga, yung mga candidates na talagang wala ng chance, tanongin mo lang yung mga Actually, we suggested pairing na lang candidates eh for some questions. Yeah. Eh. Pairing them. Wait, fearless forecast test. Is anyone oh to drop? No, 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 no. I mean, you know, we know that there's so many candidates. Some aren't polling as well as the others, right? So will anyone kind of like give way and say, okay. Uh, I doubt. Ako, oh, really? Pacquiao. Talaga ba? I, I, I feel it. I've heard that. I've heard that rumor, but oh. I don't know. I, I talked to, I talked to, no, maybe I shouldn't share this. Huwag na lang. It's on the record. Mamaya na lang. Well, yeah, his candidacy did not even really, ano eh. Yeah. And he's probably worried about, you know, he spent already one billion eh. Wow. Huh? Dollars or pesos? Ang left ha, Jim. Sana may pera pa siya pagkatapos ng campaign, my God. Exactly. Wow. Okay, so officially, wonderful guest. I, Sir Jim, ha? Two minutes pa yan, sir. Huwag mo sabihin. Wait, Hindi ko na-respeto ang ano nyo. And I have to take a screenshot. No, no. no and I have to make a comment. I have to make a comment. With Apple oh. Hiking Society also was, oh my God, the clothes. Those bell-bottom pants. <laughs> so cool. Clearly. So when I say they influence several generations, pati sa fashion, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Shall we take a screenshot, sir? Oh, Alam ba, pinaka-popular song sa wedding song is Panalangin. My gosh, I wrote that in 81 or something like that. <laughs> wow. Wala pa. Classic, classic talaga. Never goes out of style. Okay, shall we smile? Can you get royalties? Two, smile. three. Awesome. Okay. Can you ng side view? Kasi naka-buzz cut ka ba sa gilid? Parang, <laughs> ah hindi, maputi mo lang po mo. <laughs> okay. This all happened in, <laughs> mine all happened in, ano, pandemic. Grabe. Pandemic, yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you both thank so you. very much. Thank you so much for being with us. Enjoy I it. think we need a part two. I'm I know happy. we, I mean, we didn't have enough time. Part two, pero in person and inuman. Thank you. <laughs> Too much fun. My goodness. Okay. So, lady and gent, Santa Banana, that went all kinds of places I didn't expect it to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Which always happens, right? Which always yeah. happens. Exactly. But I think it's so, it, at least, you know, clearly, I'm like, I grew up with. You know what we so forgot to mention? Oh, what? Isko Moreno is a product also of these shows. Dito Tayas is that. True. You know? <laughs> this is true. I do, you know, I, I'm, I, I do know Sess is moderating. So I, I think it's good we didn't quite kind of get too deep into every politician yeah, I think, we, no, no, I think yeah. we did more than we probably intended to anyway but yeah, I do yeah. like that we talked about honestly for me this was a unifying culture for a whole generation of Filipinos those noontime shows certain groups diba? Um, and I really do think they formed a certain identity I think it was important to talk about yeah at, and at, at the height of it right I mean I think the intentions were entertainment but entertainment kind of with I don't know what the word is, but with meaning, I guess, with purpose. Well, there was a little bit, I think there, there might have been a little bit more depth than what we're seeing right now. More right? depth, yeah, that's the word. I, mean, yeah, I, think yeah. I, I would caution against that just a little because I think that might be romanticizing a little bit what we remember. 
because I do remember some of these shows being super babaw and certainly what was that comedy show that had the three girls and there was one girl who was like either Phil Am or Chica very mestiza Chica Chic right yeah Chica Chica yeah. Chick yeah. Chica Chica Chicks yeah. there you go I mean that was pretty much as babaw as that you know what I mean like that's as babaw as you can get and we had a lot of that too yeah, so, yeah. But but I do believe that it brought the nation together in a way that it they, they don't exist now. So really, no. It, it was, it was the only place. It was the only time that people actually could escape from their day to day and from yeah. their real life. You know, for right. most of the people who did not have a great life, and 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 that's how I think entertainment changed the Filipino in that it was that fantasy world. Um, you know, an hour of my day where I don't have to think of how I'm going to put food in, you know, um, where am I going to get food out of the table? How am I going to, you know, what's my next sort of job going to have to be like or whatever. And, and so that part of, of those shows, I think is what brought most value to the people. For me, it's the descent to crassness though. Where at what point that, Bams, yeah. I think though the difference is like social media or pornography for that matter. I was just talking to someone about this the other day. Porn before, if you wanted to look at a Playboy or whatever, dude, the hoops you had to go through, it was like a mission impossible yeah, yeah. to get your hands on any Betamax or, or any <laughs> magazine, right? Because it was so yeah. hard to get. Now it's just so freaking easy. Like it's all everywhere. And we were talking about this to a certain extent with Maria also when we talked about. There's so much out there. There's so much out there that it's either we need less information or at least we need some sort of curator or some sort of trust filter. verification yeah. filter. Exactly. Yeah. So before we didn't have that. We just had how many channels did we have? 13, 9, 4, 7. Was that it? That was it. Yeah. And so the yeah. whole nation, come hell or high water, that was our reality. The entertainment, the crass, the good, the charity, the news. We had that shared narrative, right? From Babao to, to upper whatever, intellectual. But now, voila, it's all exploded. It's really just particulates in the, in the ether. I think the, 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 the difference is before we had heroes, now we think we are the heroes. Oh, that's it's an arrogance that is incredible. That's a great point, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and then also this, uh, or some of our, like, wow, wow, we, it just enforces that whole kind of, like, fake saviorism, commercialism kind of thing, which is so, like, dehumanizing, right? I I just think that something we, I don't think any of us could have predicted was the explosion of access to everything. Yeah, yeah. Was, it really had a downside, I think, that a lot of us didn't predict. You know what I mean? Oh, and I think those noontime shows, especially because everybody would be glued to them, um, and you know, and that whole variety format with the games, with the competitions, and all that, were it, they were transmitters of values. Yeah. Also, awesome. so when you have hosts who you know sacrifice decency for laughs, mm. right? You also reinforce that kind of like that's why when Duterte came along and that with that whole kind of misogyny wrapped in humor people laughed along like with the rape with the yeah, rape jokes and really, everything wow. to me that was such a line in the sand and i couldn't believe yeah. it wasn't for other people or when trump when his whole tape uh, admitting sexual assault or 
making fun yeah, of that yeah. reporter who had a disability. It was yeah, shocking yeah. to so many people that how did not how did this not end them? Mm-hmm. Holy Moses. Hi. Okay, well, anyway, I'm happy, I'm thankful, I'm pilig, I'm, you know, <laughs> what amazing people we get to talk to. I mean, I love y'all, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> we're hopeful we're hopeful again yes we remain hopeful, hopeful. Yeah, that was, I, yeah. I also love that we, it always ends on a, a note of hope like we, we come we come into this thinking what bah why is it yeah. like this yeah and we're then cynical as fuck and with, then yeah and then we leave with a note of hope thinking Except, oh, nga, so, no? so in other words mga Pinoy talaga tayo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's more fun in the Philippines eventually we will find our hope because we're Pinoys We'll find our humor, our hope, and hold each other up. No, but if what Jim was saying, if you have the, like, it's the beginning of, a, it's true, it's the beginning of a movement, a, right? The groundswell. If you were there in Pasig, the Laban, well, yeah. Rams, really, the yeah. groundswell was so palpable. It really is so different. It, it's the closest I felt to Edda in a long, long time. Really amazing. No, and the joy, the joy, you could see the joy in the photos. I don't exactly. see it in the other, yeah, you know, really, other Because camps, it's not there. So. It's really not there. Okay. Yeah. Folks, Benga. thank you again. See you on the next one. See you on the next, See next one. one. Thanks so much for flipping with us, everybody. We will talk to you, with you, next time. Soon. <laughs> Bye. 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 See you soon. Bye. Was it worth it? Did we work it? Put that thing down. Flip it and reverse it. Keep flipping with us. Subscribe to Flipping the Narrative wherever you get your podcasts to listen to our new episodes as soon as they drop. We are on social media too. Follow at Flipping the Narrative on Instagram and Facebook and let us know what you think. Or send us an email at flippingthenarrative.podcast at gmail.com. That's flippingthenarrative.podcast at gmail.com. Music courtesy of Cumbia Mamacita by Yoki of Ozen Beats. And thank you, thank you, thank you to Josel Gaston, our sound editor and musical engineer and podcast advisor and overall guru, and to Nami Kapati, the artist who created our awesome logo and visuals. Till we flip again. Flip the narrative.